What's up, y'all? Y'all are tuned into another episode of Let's Be Real, where things are unorthodox, unique, and unfiltered. Today, I got my guys with me. I'm so happy y'all can come on. Are y'all nervous? Yeah. Nah. A little bit, but it's all right. Okay. All right. I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves to the people. What's up? What's up? Okay, so so to the my friends and those who know me personally, you know me as Jonathan, but the public knows me as Mr. B. That's what they okay. know you by. Y'all better, that y'all better know, <laughs> Mr. B. <laughs> it will be a household name at one point. Okay. Okay. Well, unlike my male counterpart, they know me as Dominic. I am Dominic. So. That's all y'all got. Y'all don't want to plug y'all social medias or nothing. Uh uh-uh, oh, because I don't need no pants. And I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I don't need no pants following me. So I'm a y'all can y'all can, <laughs> y'all can follow me on Instagram at spoken word underscore one. Can't give out my Twitter. No, no. You know, let's, no. You know, let's be real. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No Twitter. We don't have Twitters. What are you talking about? Facts. <laughs> Twitter. Where's Twitter? Twitter. so this episode is titled rant talk um this week has been full of shenanigans so let's just jump right into it uh the first thing i want to rant about um is this trifling job interview i went on yesterday um so i had a job interview yesterday for this position which i basically would have um ran a group home for intellectually disabled adults so I would have been on call 24-7, all that, da, da, nothing that I couldn't do. So I get to the interview. Interview is supposed to start at 11. These folks did not show up till 11.30. So that's strike one. So I'm sitting there with the receptionist. We keep keying, talking, doing all that. These folks come in, they just look at me and they stop. Like they just stopped in they tracks. And I was like, hey, like <laughs> I'm Leslie. I'm the person you're interviewing. So they go to the back, 15, 15 minutes pass, they come back out, they get me. So during uh-uh. the interview, it, huh? Uh-uh. It just, they was on CP time and they wasn't even CP. <laughs> so that's how it went down yesterday. <laughs> that's how it went down yesterday. Strike one. Strike one. So, um, we get to the back and it wasn't really an interview. They was just running down my resume. And so they juicing the job up, all of this, that. So we talking, we talking. I'm like, they not talking about no numbers. So let me, let me see what they talking about. So I said, okay, so what's salary? This lady says 30,000. Now, I know y'all don't know, but a social worker position in the state, you starting at 35, like, and that's just with a degree, no license, no work history, no nothing. You starting out at least 35. So keep in mind, I've been a social worker almost five years. So to put you where my salary, what I would prefer my salary to be at. So she said 30 and I twist my face up. I got a mask on. So she don't know I twisted my face up. So um, she was like, is that not something you're interested in? And I said, no. I didn't say it like that, though. I didn't say it like that. I, just, <laughs> I was like, no. I promise. I did not say it. I ain't say it with no type of attitude. I said, I was like, no. And then she was like, 
Well, how much would you expect to make? You don't have any direct experience with this population. And I said, well, I don't. However, with my degree, my licensure and my work experience, I need at least X amount off top. And then so she was like, right. you're still not interested. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not. And I was like, at this point, I don't think I can take a pay cut over $10,000. And then she was like, well, you ain't got a job now. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> strike, what, three, four that was, at this point? That was strike two, three, four, and five. Ooh. So That's strike seven. Listen, that's just, she just, mm. so she said that, I started chuckling to myself, and then the other lady was like, well, we can talk to our accountant, da 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 and I was like, you know what, I'm not here to finesse or finagle, if y'all have a set salary, you know, it is what it is, so at that point, I put my coat on, this lady's still talking, I'm like, you want me to come across this table at you, but I'm not gonna do it. So I put my coat on, I grabbed my bag, I grabbed my, my resume folded, and I was out the door. I was out the door, like. The ghetto. It was the ghetto, like. You should have got up like the meme, grabbing your stuff. I, I felt like Annalise, I'm trying to get away with my bag, like. Grab my bag, I'm out of here. What do you mean, 30,000? And Straight then try to Annalise bag, because I don't want to say what you're accepting. And I feel like as young professionals, young black professionals, we are, she was just so, she couldn't get past the fact that I was not accepting her offer. And I feel her, what she was putting off was, oh, you think you too good to settle for what I'm offering? And I feel as young professionals, this is- You ain't got nothing else. Period. Like, oh, you ain't got no job. You might as well take this 30000 Like, Like, we don't have, like, standards. And I feel like as young Black professionals, that's really what we got to look forward to if we're trying to change jobs or change careers. Like, these people will try to lowball us. Yes, I agree. I think especially like first starting out is one thing, but after you get some experience under your best, so like you, you almost at five years, you got to know where you want, like your starting point. Like you think of a number and you go, I'm not accepting anything under this number, no matter what. I mean, it might be a few exceptions. You might find a place that you, you know, really like, but that's up to you. You shouldn't feel like I don't have a job, so I have to take this because it's money. Like, because I don't. <laughs> we, exactly. So, like, we, we at a point now where we can take care of ourselves and we know what we can and can't handle when it comes to finances. So, if it's a job and they're not, you know, talking what you want, I mean, you should feel uh, okay with saying, you know what, no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. And that's exactly like, and it felt good. It felt good. I mean, in, in interview. Huh? Hello. I was like, and any of you go both ways. It's not just you asking to like get the job. You're trying to see if they're a match for you too. Period. Right. You know, people act like in any of you, it's just like, oh, the, the person employing uh, is, you know, applying for this job. Oh, they need me. No, why, like, is, this job, why is this job open in the first place? Why y'all got an opening? Because they offer because they're offering thirty thousand dollars. Period. Like, and, and with this job, I would have been on call twenty four seven. 
So you tell me I got a, a 24-7 and you telling me I need to, I got to put my life on hold for 30000 please, please. I wish. I still be unemployed. I don't care. I'm not settling. But you know, you do bring up a good point. A lot of people don't understand that when you do go into meetings like that, that's a question that you should ask. Sometimes they don't bring it up. There's a reason why they don't bring it up. Right. So you should always feel comfortable enough to ask. Now, granted, they should be honest enough to tell you, you know what, there's no rigor room. This is where, you know, this is kind of where we have to be at. So be it. But then that's where you have to go as a person thing that's best for you. A lot of people don't don't understand that. And it's okay. You you live and learn as you go through experiences. But um, yeah, definitely, you got to know because they'll set you up real quick. Real quick. And right. I, feel, I feel like if I was of a different color, I definitely feel like they would not because the job, the job post, it, it kept out at 45. The starting was 35. So I was like, cool, you know, I could I can do that I can do that and if I feel like if I was if I was of a different color if I was white they would not be in my face with all these job two pages of job requirements talking about some 30,000 so I don't know if that was no not at all so I feel I don't know if that was their way of like oh she black we gonna lowball her so she won't even you know I don't know what that was all about but I definitely know I definitely know if, if I was white, they would not be offering me 30000 They did the good cop, bad cop on you in the interview. Where one of them exact, I, told my, mama, like, I yeah. told my mama the exact same thing. They're playing good cop, bad cop. So you got the one that's like, oh, you're not going to take this? And then you got the other one over there that's like, well, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. So and now, now look at them. They're both looking stupid because you ain't stupid. And then I I left an oh I left a nasty review Ooh. on Indeed nasty nice nasty though because I gotta you gotta keep a little bit. Perfect. I just feel like like what you said is a lot of people just take whatever they can because they don't know their worth. First of all, you were degreed and licensed. They should know better than to come at you sideways with thirty thousand. Thirty. What you gonna do with that? I was making I was making thirty. What is thirty thousand dollars? Thirty thousand after taxes. What is thirty thousand? Twelve dollars, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Pay my rent. That's it. So and maybe a double whopper. May uh, just a regular whopper. Maybe. A whopper junior. <laughs> I was gonna say a kid's cheese. A whopper junior. A kid's cheeseburger. I mean, maybe a drink. <laughs> Well, that, that's the first thing I want to rant about. So, when you said thirty to forty-five thousand, was that just for your bachelor's, or like were they up your pay after you got your master's, or was that was that just it? Who knows? It said it said thirty-five to forty-five thousand with a that a no, bachelor's were required. Mm. A bachelor's degree was required. Like you good? I'm good, Nick. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. So moving on. I don't know if y'all keep up with celebrity gossip, but I do. And one thing, one thing I've been seeing on social media, I just been seeing, I've been seeing dudes call Lori Harvey a hoe. Oh boy. <laughs> do you know who Lori Harvey is, Jonathan? 
I know that's my boy Safari's daughter, and I've been hearing her name, but I don't know what the backstory is. Like, what's going on? Okay, Lori Harvey is a beautiful socialite. Um, she's right. been linked to a few a few different high profile men. Um, most recently, she was linked to Future. You know, Future has ten kids and eight baby moms. And like I just feel like the future hive has been like coming from my girl Lori when she's really teaching these young girls how to date. But I don't, I'm not here for the slander from my girl. What, what you gotta say? What you gotta say, Nominic? I know. Well, <laughs> so actually, this is funny because my opinion has actually changed since I first heard the news. So okay. I think the biggest problem in our generation society is what is really dating people think when you know okay. somebody you talk y'all do whatever y'all do you know what i mean whatever y'all do y'all are together just because of the circumstance that you're in mm -hmm. if you have been in this circumstance before you know that a person can change go be with somebody else at any moment because no one has said we are exclusive to each other that's right. the key word. That's the key word, exclusive. Right. And right. so if we're not talking exclusive, and, and usually the people on the outside don't know what is being said between the two parties that's in the, in this case, situationship, because that's what it is, um, entanglement, as Jada Pickett-Smith would say. Hey. Once you get out of that, and when you look at it from the outside, you might be thinking like, dang, she was just with old dude last week. Now she over here with this one. But she might not have been with old dude over there. They might have just been, you know, chilling, hanging out, doing what to do. But she over here with this one, maybe that's the one she really want to date. So at first I was like, oh, here we go, Lori Harvey moving on again. But honestly, um, I think this time she's more in an exclusive relationship. So I have no problems with it. She is finding out what is and what's not for her. Well, first of all, people need to mind the business. You know, I, I, don't, I don't understand. You know, I'm just saying, like, everybody got something to say about somebody dating somebody else. You know what I'm saying? If you're not, like, exclusive, like you said, exclusively in a relationship or, like, some of these folks out here married and still entertaining, Stop. what's the problem? Stop it! <laughs> I mean, what's the problem? Like, does she, does she have kids? I don't think she does. Does she? She ha she doesn't have any kids. She's not stringing along nobody else. What's the problem? She's just enjoying her life. She's what, 20, 20 something? 24. She's 24. She just had 24. a birthday yesterday. See, see, she's younger than us. And I'm still, I have to correct her, so I'm not. But you know, if I wanted to, I could, because I ain't got no kids. Period. You know? So, so what, okay. What's the problem? So, and like why, you said, people. Why are guys calling her all type of hoes? Because someone called them a hoe. A lot of you dudes are hoes. And there's a double standard. A lot of folks, not, not just dudes, a lot, a lot of folks out here just hoes. And you know, a hit dog will holler. And so when you see somebody else out here living their living life the way you could have been, but doing it right, they get their feelings hurt. Could have been. But folks no, out here, yeah. you know, getting multiple kids. Stringing multiple folks along, getting their car key, acting crazy. Hella baby mama. Living a free life, just 
17 baby mamas and 34 kids. Like, I mean, you know, people just got, people just jealous. I think that's what it is. And so you see someone here living their free life, carefree, and you're like, dang, I could have had that, but I was being stupid. And now look at me, looking stupid. All about the decisions that you make. It's all about, you got to be smart about the decisions that you make. Whatever thing, anything that we do in this life has a reaction to it. So whether it's good or bad, it can be a good, it can be a bad reaction. Uh, Lori Harvey just so happened to have reactions that helped her get to where she is today. Yeah. Some of these other people out here commenting on the situation had some bad reactions. And I, I think they kind of taking it out on her. And I I keep seeing, I always I mean, see dudes with hella kids calling her hoe. It ain't the dudes, it ain't the dudes like y'all who ain't got no kids, ain't got nobody to tie them down. It's these dudes with multiple situations. So you right, they probably wish, they wish they could be Lori Harvey. That's what I think it is. Like you said, it's all about jealousy. But you got caught up, but you got caught up with kids. Now look at you. Speaking of know kids. Speaking of kids, let, let me move on to something else I saw on Facebook. You know, Facebook, Facebook is where all the I thought Twitter was bad, but uh, now it's Facebook. Uh, Facebook is the place to be. Uh-uh. Messy. Mess shenanigans, mess, drama, all that is on Facebook. But I love it. I'm gonna be on there every day for the rest of my life. You're right, as long as it ain't about me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I saw a post and it said um, black women need to stop taking birth control. It's ruining, it's ruining the black family. It's ruining black women. And I get that. I get that because everybody's body does not do well with birth control. Okay, I'll acknowledge that. However, I feel... If you're going to say, oh, don't take birth control, you need to be offering up some other type of how to control, some some type of contraceptive how to control your birth. Because if there, not, if there was not birth control, you know how many kids would be, it would be the, the foster care system would explode of, of kids that women don't want because they didn't want to have the baby. You get what I'm saying? This might be a this might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel like birth control is needed. It's so many black families that are not together. It's so many broken families, like single parent households. Not saying that there's nothing wrong with a single parent household, but when you sit and you think about um, taking away something that'll help a woman in her reproductive system, like what do you? What What's the alternative? A bunch of kids that are not wanted. I don't know what y'all. What do y'all think is men? What do how do y'all feel about birth control? Uh, For me, because like you know, I'm an educator and I see several children that you know have come to me talking about like parental issues or like mom or daddy. You know, I've, I've dealt with a lot of it, and even for me that I came from a single parent household, I mean divorce, whatever. Uh, I do think birth control is very important, okay? Because, you know, I've seen so many kids that are born into these situations where, like, let's go back to the future. 
what kind of family dynamic or what message are you sending to your kids when you have 17 brothers and sisters and, and none of y'all got the same uh, same mama or the same daddy? Like, like what's going on? Okay. And so, and especially because half these folks even got, got jobs. Ooh. So who they what? This is nothing but dysfunction. So like you said, if people don't want to be on birth control, you need to either be smart and do something else or you need to find another way because just having a whole bunch of kids ain't the answer. Especially because half y'all going to uh, half y'all not going to propose and marry y'all baby mamas anyway. Aww. You know? Do you think... I'm just saying. Have so, y'all, heard, y'all heard people say um, baby mama and baby daddy culture is ruining the black family. Have y'all heard that? Yes, I have heard that. What y'all think? I mean, I think everybody's situation is different. Everybody doesn't have like your, what we would think of as baby mama, baby daddy, like that culture, that argument that we have. This generation knows like, oh, I have a baby by so-and-so. She don't like me. So we always arguing and fighting. I go out and date somebody else. She caused problems in that. She dates somebody else. I cause problems in that. I mean, we got to be, we got to realize that we are adults. Well, hopefully we are adults. And if we are not adults by age, we have to realize that we do. When you have a child, you do have to mature mentally to be able to take care of that child so if you are keeping the child and you are not going to be with the significant other that fathered or mothered the child with you it needs to be a conversation of how can we make this work where we are not romantically together anymore but we are not arguing anymore we don't want our child to grow up thinking this is how parenthood should be like Jonathan said, when, when when they go to school and they talk to these teachers, you know, they're going, especially younger kids, they're going, they're going to tell because that's, that's just a child for you. And, and so um, I think we have to be more, I want to say we would have to be more our age, but that is not that simple. It's, it's really just being, just knowing that you, what you're doing is affecting the child. So we need to make better decisions so that whatever is affecting the child, that is true. And I was going to get to that. And people do not care. And the people that don't care and know that they don't care prior to need to be on birth control or some form of it. So they do not have kids. When you know you but don't we already kids. know those be the main ones having five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve, sixty-four kids. So what do so, we do? I mean that's something we can do because at this point it's like uh, you can say educate the kids, but we in Alabama, we can't really teach it. And then you're talking about well, your parents should well if the parents don't know no better, who's gonna teach them? And you know, in this day and age, it's not we don't have that old school like it takes a village. Cause now people are like, you can't tell my kid nothing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so we in this endless loop and cycle of dysfunctional and nothing but baby mom. And I do agree that to a, to an extent that the whole baby mama, baby daddy situation is kind of putting um, a halt on the black family because like us, none, none of our friend group has kids. Therefore our dating pool is a lot smaller. You know, so who's getting married because they feel like everybody got kids. So if you might like, you know, you might like Betty Jane or somebody, but if she got four kids, that's an automatic turnoff. You know <laughs> yeah. hey, but you know what? Something 
you did mention that, but think about it. As we get older and we stay single, the the pool keeps getting smaller <laughs> because they keep having babies while we over here single. But listen, I I don't have my stepmama card, and I don't plan on getting it anytime soon. I cannot. I don't. I don't. I I just. I don't know if I can. I don't know at this point at age twenty seven. I, what type of stepmama would I be? I mean, I, I I work well with kids, but as far as being... I don't know. I'm still selfish. But see, you know that. Okay, so am I supposed to change that? Like, oh, it's no dudes out here left that ain't got no kids, so let me try to be something I'm not. No. Try to be a stepmom role figure play that role for this child or children or how whatever the case but, but see you start changing yourself but see you start changing yourself and then everybody gonna be looking crazy when you're looking at the kids crazy because you, you're like why, why are the kids in my house when you didn't want them to begin with but it's about knowing now, what you want and not like and not going against it like you know hey i don't want to date anybody with kids and fine so every time you meet somebody with kids you're not mean to them you just straight up let them know in the first couple of dates preferably the first two one of the first two um (laughs) you tell them like hey i don't want (laughs) y'all wait let me tell y'all i had this dude ask me am i gonna be his third baby mama (laughs) <laughs> like third <laughs> I blocked yes? him what do you mean it's, it's nothing else to talk about <laughs> what do you mean if you ask me some foolishness like that you go and you getting on the block list <laughs> but that I mean, shows you that shows you that's exactly what he said the third time is not the charm because what I don't like being somebody's third baby mama why don't I like being a baby? I mean, you could end up getting the ring. I'm not a baby mama. But you know, yeah. Okay. But so the funniest part say, about I'm not trying to bash. I'm not trying to bash nobody with kids. So because I'm things I understand things happen. Things happen. However, like what Dominic was saying earlier, it comes down to like your decisions. And if you keep choosing to make the same mistakes over and over again. I don't think you should be upset when people say they don't, you know, like, hey, I don't want to date someone with kids. You should understand that. You know what I'm saying? Because it was your decision predicting me in the first place. Now, uh, going back to the original topic. Now, I was just saying that I just feel like to a degree, it is still ruining the black household. But baby mama and baby daddy so then around in the black community or in every community for ever you know just for, forever so not speaking ill to anybody that has one or is a product of, of that or whatever but at some point something's gonna have to change unless we all just want to be walking around here looking crazy and dysfunctional okay because we can't all be out here looking like future and anybody else with 12 kids or even you no know, more, just like two baby mama, baby daddy. That, that's a lot. And that's a lot of confusion for the for the child. So not even just like us. These kids are looking real confused because they either, uh, you know, don't see their father because, you know, their parents are living in the same household 
or they don't know who their parents are, or, you know, or like people are not choosing the right partners to have children with. And so you up here just are sleeping around, just hooking up with folks that you think is cute, but not knowing that person crazy. And now you stuck with a crazy baby mama, baby daddy. And a crazy years, baby. And who's suffering? The kid. And the kids up here suffering. So yeah, I do think to a degree it is um, it is hurting our community, but I think what's more troubling is the fact that people are just still refusing to take accountability even after they have a kid. And that's the point. Like having one baby, uh, one baby daddy or like one child uh, you know, out of wedlock, whatever, cool, things happen. But some folks keep making the same mistakes seven times and then still be looking stupid. You know, what, there's, there's no excuse at that point. Like, what are you doing? So yeah. Jesus fix it. I don't know what no, to say. No. Jesus is the only one that can fix it. No, yeah, but I want to touch on something. So, Leslie, like, I know when you and Brittany did the show, you asked the question, like, as we get older, will we have to change our stance on dating anybody with any kids? Um, I'm not going to say for everybody that's going to be, but for me, I think so, but I'm going to tell you why I think so. Um, I think all, I don't say all people, but I know much. I, I don't know the percentages, but I would think a lot of people want to be parents. I think that's, I mean, that's just how it goes. A lot of people see they want to be, uh, uh, they want a child. And I do. I just know I don't want one right now. And as I get older and I'm still single or I'm not dating anybody, I know that that pool gets smaller and smaller. Now, granted, I might not be in this the show's area four or five years from now. Hopefully, maybe not. So I don't know what that looks like outside of the show's area. So I think it's just knowing what you want and not going against that. Like you're not going to settle for nothing but what you want. That might mean you might be by yourself a little longer than everybody else. And I think that's okay um, because you're not doing, you're not adding to this culture of baby mama, baby daddy. But Another thing with baby mama and baby daddies, though, is that they want they should want better for the child than the situation that those two had. So maybe right. like it, you have to be it's some communication needs to happen. You need to, something like we can't just keep doing this. And we are making this the generations uh, see this because then you have more futures running around. Mm. And I, I mean, who, not to talk bad. I don't want to bad. Yeah, I don't want to bash future, but I mean, what, I what you see, what you see when you grow up, a lot of times is what you <laughs> end up following, and you funny for that. We don't, you don't bash men. I, we do not bash men unless be real. I think I said that every episode because y'all don't understand. We don't bash men. We don't. I love men. Mm, okay. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Let's jump into something else. It, this may seem trivial to y'all, but I've been taking it personally. I am not here for any Mariah Carey slander. Mm. Mariah Carey, it's this post on Facebook I shared, and it was like, choose one and all they, uh, everything they've done to disappear. It was Mariah, Janet, Mary J. Blige. Who else was on there? And Beyonce. Was it Beyonce? And, you were talking about and Whitney Houston. Janet, Whitney Houston was Janet on there. Go. Who y'all okay. who y'all choosing to go? Oh, I, 
So I already know that the comments gonna light up when I answer this, but I just don't like her music personally. This is just the this is just me. So out of that list, I do not like Mary J. Blige. But that is me. That is me. And I will take all the criticism for it. I just don't. She has a like one or two songs that I like, but for the most part, that's just not me. So I mean, I hate to be that way, but you don't okay. What's your favorite Mary J. Blige? Say that again. What's your favorite Mary J. Blige song? <laughs> this is funny because it's Mr. Wrong with Drake. I and, but I like that song because Drake's in it. Uh, okay. I'm not mad at you for I'm not mad at you because but Mary J. Blige, do you acknowledge that she is the queen of hip hop soul? I will say yes. Yes. Okay, I will, I will say that she holds a big part in that genre. So I, I won't debate that. I just don't like her music, but that's me. You definitely Where I can't have the answer. Voice. Hold on, wait. What? What? You heard me? No, say it Mariah again. Carey. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Carey Mariah has lost her voice. She ain't got it no more. She, hold on, pause. Hold on, hold on. I'm finna go. This is the real rant, okay? Mariah Carey definitely still has her voice. Mariah Carey, does she? she does, she does, oh, she does. But look at everything Mariah Carey has put out. Look at her bodies of work. Have you not heard the Emancipation of Mimi? What you? That, amazing work. Amazing. What do you mean? That is. The, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, that okay. is the album of the decade. <laughs> It had the song of the decade for We Belong Together. I'll slap you in your face right now if you say The Emancipation of Mimi ain't one of the greatest albums ever. You need to listen to it right now. You can't sit up here and tell me The Emancipation of Mimi is not one of the greatest albums ever. Hold on, but the, the bigger question is he said that she lost her voice now. So can you at least acknowledge that she if since she feels that way? Because okay. I don't think she's okay. lost this okay. I'm not okay. Listen, listen, let me let me explain what I'm saying. I'm not saying she can't sing currently. However, she had if I was to give her a grade on her on her voice from when she was at her prime, she was a straight 99. She is now a C minus. Okay. What was Whitney she, before she died? Hold on. No. What was Whitney before Mar she died? Whitney lost her voice. All, no, Mar Mariah lost it. Whitney had some problems. Okay. You know, two different things. You telling Mariah me Crack did, crack did not Mariah keep did not. Whitney's voice, Whitney's throat? Are you serious? You said, you, you hold on, hold on. You sitting on here and saying that Mariah Carey lost her voice in a worse manner than Whitney Houston. Mariah Carey I'm still saying, doing shows. Where's Whitney? So <laughs> where's Whitney? You, you are supposed to speak ill of the dead like this. May see, she rest in see, peace, but as far as her throat, let's talk about her throat. We're not talking about her. We talking about her throat. See, Dominic, what you think? Who lost their voice harder? Mariah Carey is still torn. She, but pre-COVID, she was selling out. She was selling out her set in Vegas. What are you talking about? Well, 
first, I definitely think Whitney Houston lost her voice harder than Mariah. But she you did. also got, okay. but you also got to remember that um, as you get older, that happens anyway. So even though, so right. yes, Mariah has lost her voice because she has gotten older and she had kids, all that stuff. It changes a lot of things with women's bodies. Did y'all hear that the video the watch that video where it's like they took out all the music and it was just her singing? That was a no, was that like, was a that's fake news. That is fake news. That's a fake video. It. I think it was true. That's a I fake don't believe it. But okay, oh. let me ret- let me retract my statement. Let no, ain't no retracting on Listen, I will no listen, listen, Linda, honey, I will admit Whitney <laughs> did have a harder crash. However, according to the post, throat. it said every, you know, <laughs> one of our friends said, gonna get you for that. I know. I'm sorry, the, the, Tyree. The post asked. The post said everything that they've done, everything. So among Whitney, Janet, Mariah, and Mary J, Mariah got to go because all these other ladies—they're not just singers; they're full-blown entertainers. So you telling me that Penny from Good Times got to go? Name, no. Name you talking a, about an old girl? Old girl from For Color Girls got to go? Name name a harder Janice. Name a song of Janet that's harder than Mariah Carey. Name a body work. Name an album. First of all, don't ask me to name an album. Mm. I can't do that for nobody. You, you hey, but her song called on me with Nelly Slap. That's all I'm going to say. I love uh, Janet. Don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> Janet. I love, what was I listening to? I get so lonely. I was listening to that earlier, but you out of that bunch. Okay, Mariah, hold on, wait. Mariah Carey goes platinum every Christmas for multi-platinum every year for All I Want for Christmas is You. Mariah Carey, is, Mariah Carey is in the top five artists ever selling. Where's Janet? But it's not just music. The things, the things said in everything they've ever done. So you say Janet's movies? Hold on, you say Janet's movies got more impact than Mariah's albums? Why did I get married? Too was very impactful. That, that was the worst first, movie. I prefer the first one. It, but it's the it's the story of, of that breakdown. You say, okay, you say, why not get married is better than anything uh, Mariah Carey done put out album-wise? You need to go do your research. I'm no, co- no, collectively, Excellent. everything that Janet has done, collectively, versus everything Mariah has done collectively, Janet has it. So let, let don't let me, don't sit here and think I'm bashed from Mariah Carey, because I'm not. You I are. love Mariah Carey. You are. But, I, I'm but you can make a case only, that Janet is where she I'm, is because of her last name and who her ooh. family is. But Mariah Carey also she got a boost uh, a leg boosted because both of her parents were famous opera singers, you know. Mariah Carey got it out the mud. You watch what you say about Mariah, sir. <laughs> you you finna make me mad. I'm not here for the Mariah Carey slander. I'm not okay, I'm not saying her, but I'm only saying her because I'm trying to prove a point. Okay. The other three gotta stay. And if I have to choose, Mariah gotta go. And that's period. I'm gonna die on this hill. Fight me. Uncultured. <laughs> Uncultured. 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 Listen, between between music and uh cinema, Janet had it collectively. What has Mariah acted now, in though? Glitter. Huh? 
Okay, yes, I forgot glitter. Okay, but I've never seen glitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, okay, what is glitter? <laughs> what is glitter? We're not even gonna talk about it. We the just album is great. Yeah, yeah, the album is about the arts and yeah. crafts. Who? Arts and crafts glitter? Like what? Is, what is glitter? So you're trying to be shady, and that's what we're not gonna do. What is that? Do y'all still listen to R. Kelly? Huh? No. I don't. I Alexa, don't know. Alexa knows not I to don't. play R. Kelly in the shuffle from 90s music. She knows to skip past R. Kelly. Okay, so let's hold on. So let's talk about that, Let me answer this question because I do not actively listen to him. So I'm not like going on Spotify and researching R. Kelly. However, I make playlists. Most people that know me know I make playlists and I have R. Kelly songs in the playlist and I just never went through like 400 songs to pick all his songs that I had out in them. So do I still listen to him? Yes. But do I like go to his page and like search his music? Absolutely not. Okay. A stream is a stream. You still get making the money. He ain't getting there because he yeah, in prison. He I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. You, you do your thing, but because I can't talk because okay, can talk about cancel culture for a second. Okay. So yes. like I know I know like we cancel R. Kelly right because him and his pedophilic ways with like young girls and golden showers and stuff, everything. Right. You know what I'm saying, but. I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because I can't, I don't do cancel culture because of the Cosby show. Yeah. And you need, you need that behind wood. Well, everybody and, knows. You know, Supporting Peel Cosby. Not Peel Cosby. Peel Cosby. I mean, so everybody knows my favorite artist being canceled for the last however many years he, so i, I mean, he he not fully canceled though chris brown. it's chris brown it's folks that'll go up and defend chris brown every day I, oh, hey yeah. look i let, let me say this though let me say this so i do not defend what he did to her i will never i'm not gonna go out right. on a limb and argue about what he did i will say that um this is this is my statement for most crimes, I ain't gonna say all, but for some crimes, you do whatever you do the crime, you do the time. If you do the time when you come out, hey, I think you deserve a second chance. Granted, some of these people out here didn't, you know, they they don't deserve a second chance. R. Kelly being one of them, if he ever gets out of jail, I don't think he, he not, he but, not, he, he in there. Listen, but Bill Cosby finna be there for a minute, that's why they're gonna have their funeral. Huh? You know, and nah, you know that's 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 his fault. My thing is, when it comes to the Cosby Show, when I grew up, that's what I always based my future, like you know, black love off of. And it has like such. It's not just because I was like a fan of the show. It was literally the show that shaped how I view black families, like functional black black families. You know what I'm saying? And it, it just hurts having <laughs> to like strip that away. But okay. I think it's true. I think the work. biggest thing is that people shouldn't if okay, if you believe in cancel culture, that's fine, but don't push your beliefs on somebody else. So just because 
person A don't want to listen to it doesn't mean that person B does. Like he might want to. So I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm a fan of cancel culture, but like you said, you do the crime, you do the time. Now, am I anti? That's true. Am I anti? No. Have I have I supported him financially? I haven't bought an album from Chris Brown. Uh, what was the album that came out? Uh, 2010, 2011. Fame. Was that Graffiti? No, Fame. When the did Graffiti next, come out? Like the the Graffiti was the album that came out in 2000, early late 2008, early 2009, because that's the album that changed because that's when all that stuff happened. Okay, I got that album, and then that mixtape he did. Uh, uh, with Bow Wow, I got uh-huh. I paid for that. I got that, and then but I mean, if like you said, if a Chris Brown song come on, I ain't gonna change it like I would R. Kelly. That is true, but I will say I don't yeah. like Chris Brown's music. I everyone knows. I mean, I stream all his music, so he still gets money off me. But um, yeah, I mean that it is what it is when it comes to the music. So I mean, if you think about it, you look Meg been canceled. Uh, Do- Meg Ooh. the Stallion. I mean, I'm not saying I canceled her, but I mean, Why if you get canceled, I mean, you know, you got that whole side of Twitter that thing. Oh, say that she, uh, she didn't really get shot in her. Right. So, and then Doja Cat got canceled. Yet yeah, I still hear folks listening to say so, and that song over a year old. No punches left to roll. <laughs> so I mean, honestly, listen, like I have, I have canceled people before. And especially oh. with a good reason. And if it wasn't for the Cosby, Bill, Bill Cosby would have been completely canceled. You know what I'm saying? But who have you canceled, uh, sir? Like R. Kelly. Don't ask me off the top of my head because y'all know I can't answer questions like we that. Know. But <laughs> but I, it's not that I'm not. It's not that like I'm against canceling somebody for doing something wrong. But I'm also just very cautious about doing it too because you know how things. You know, in the news one day somebody could say one thing, and the next day. It was all fabricated. So I tread lightly when it comes to cancel people. However, for most of the things that Bill Cosby is in, I cancel most of it. Like the stuff for the Cosby show. He's mostly canceled in my eyes. Would you watch that Albert? The movie I only like if it came on. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched that in years. I haven't watched that in years, but would I watch it? Ooh, that's a tough one. Because I love that movie. I forget that he did that, if you want to be honest. That is a great movie. Now I need to go watch it. I love but... that movie. And you know, you know, I have I have real close connections to Fat Albert. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Gonna have a good time. Hey, hey, hey. We're not gonna be shady. We this is a non-shady episode up until now. Is it? Is it? <laughs> So Jonathan did bring up a good point. So I think a lot of us have to realize that some of our opinions, saying our opinions on the internet could get us canceled. I mean, that is true. I might get canceled for saying I still watch the Cosby show. I'm sorry. Hey, look, I mean, if I said how I feel about a lot of people's favorite artists, I would definitely get canceled. And I'm not even going to do it because I don't want the comments to blow up, but I already know. Like, I, don't like I think it. that sometimes, like, on, if you choose, what? How you feel about City Girls? Who, me? Yeah. I love the City Girls. All right. Great. I'm so young, Miami, my band. I'll drink to that. I guess I have snack folks. Act up, you can get some. I, I get it. This song's 
Listen, this song is catchy, but they got you out here wilding out. Not, hold like, on, now, say, I don't like all their music. I like them, like the people. What's wrong with City Girls music? Yeah. Is that not a form of woman's empowerment? I think for women, yes. But I mean, you gotta, if you're empowering women, where does that lead them in? We just hear. Y'all got future. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Y'all got no, future. What do you mean? Well, I would. Well, like to answer your question, I mean, like I feel like if they had a women's empowerment, you know, we don't we don't really need our own because we already empowered. You know what yes, I'm saying? I get that, but I'm saying in terms of the music, though, like because we are, I mean, what what I can't think of none of their lines off the top of my head right now, but I mean, I've seen interviews of the City Girls where they're just like, you know. I want to say, I mean, it could be an act because, you know, a lot of these artists do act differently. You know, JT went to jail for fraud. She was scamming. I, no, I, no, I get that. But, like, what, they was on with Charlamagne and he was, like, they was basically, like, you know, how they want they men to, like, buy all these gifts. Now, Leslie, this is not about you because I know you love gifts. <laughs> my love language. What you mean? I know you love gifts. But, uh -huh. I mean, a lot can be said about what kind of gift it is. I, th I feel like someone could give you a thoughtful gift, maybe something you couldn't think about and you would accept that. There's no price tags on gifts that will make me happy. However, I do want a Louis bag. So if any of my boyfriends are listening, you see it ain't one under my Christmas tree that's still up. So <laughs> somebody need to come with it. Are those open presents? Mind your business. Whose presents are those still over there? <laughs> yes. Those are my presents. Mind your yes. business. The tree, the tree coming right, down real soon. You got like chill. <laughs> The tree coming down real soon. Please open up your presents. So, uh, back to my presents. message to my boyfriends. If y'all are listening, somebody please give me this Louis bag. Or I'm gonna just cancel all y'all. I will write Thanks. her a recommendation letter for her Thanks. Louis bag. Not a recommendation letter. She might need it. You never know. Everybody finna get dropped. I said, listen. I said I was gonna open recruitment in January, but it ain't looking likely. We, we we had to shut down all the facilities for COVID. It's not listen, uh cover season dead, postponed. We it, the 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 facilities where we do our training camp is closed open. anyway. The gym ain't open. Right. So, oh well. We we'll try again with post vaccine COVID. So are y'all are y'all dating? What are y'all looking for in a woman? Ooh, good question. Who I am her? currently I date. I'm currently Unlike some people, not throwing no shots, but I'm trying to get myself together. You know, because I, you know, I'm a man. I catch feelings. I'm not gonna lie. I, I catch feelings. And so if, if nothing I, wrong with you that. know, ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. So if I put myself out there, it's gonna be something serious, and I'm not at the place financially, emotionally, spiritually where I can't invest myself in other people. Some people don't understand that. Okay. I want to find somebody that completes me. No, you need to get yourself together first, especially at this age. We're 26. At this point, dating is not a game. It's not just for frolics and fun. You know what I'm saying? Unless that's really just what you want. But like, we're, at this point, a lot of people our age, in our friend group, we're trying to have fun. But like, a lot of people our age at this point, this is the time where people are starting to settle down. So you got to stop playing with folks. So if you're not ready to step up, then you need to step back. 
I, I do agree with some of that. What I say, I'm I'm openly dating, probably not, but am I like open to dating? Sure. Yes. You know, we can go out, have a good time. Um, I don't know about the commitment part yet. And let me tell you why. I'm not afraid of commitment. I don't want the comments to come at me. I'm not afraid of commitment. Um for but... me, it's no but I was just okay. gonna say for me, it's just that uh I'm like Jonathan in a way. I want to work on myself. I want to make sure I'm the best version of me for whoever that person will be. Because I have I have not been the best version for previous people in my life. And that has turned Ooh. out to be very bad. And I have learned from that. Why did why did y'all last relationship situationship end? <laughs> Her. Oh great! You want to go first? Yeah, I, I can go first. Um, I was trying to be something that I wasn't. It'd be like and that. say what? It'd be like that. It happens. Uh, I definitely was. I was trying to be something that I wasn't, and it took me out of my character, caused me to um take a step back in my life, uh, job wise, uh, personally, spiritually. I had to take a step back. I had to find myself again and realize that no matter who I meet out here, I cannot let them take me out of my character and what my values and morals are. And I let that person do that. And so for me, that's why it went wrong. I mean, I could sit up here and tell you what she did wrong, but honestly, I don't, that, that's not me. Like, I, I look I at what I did. Me, wrong. I was getting ready to ask what she did. For me, I, I look at, so if you would have asked me, like, right after that happened, I'd have let you know. I'd have told you the whole story. But now I would just say for her, she had a hard time. Um, she, I, she had kids, uh, a child. I ain't gonna say kids with an S, a child. Um, and you know, made some bad decisions and was suffering because of those decisions. And me trying to be Superman, which is what I'm not, Captain Save a Hoe. So not I'm not Superman. I'm not saying she a hoe. No, I got you. No, you right. But like, uh, <laughs> I'm not Superman. So I couldn't save her. And so again, it got me out of character. And so, you know, it is what it is. But I will say the biggest thing that I've learned in all my relationships, situationships is be true to yourself first. If you know you getting out like getting out of what you know is you and you can feel it, it's time for you to just be honest. And I wish people would be honest about things when it comes to relationships. Like, I think we 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 try to hold back too much. Like, just be honest. Like, I'm not afraid to sit here and say, hey, look, uh, you cool. You're a cool person. I like hanging out with you. But to be honest, I just don't see a future with us because of X, Y, and Z. I mean, you don't have to be ugly about it. You don't have to ghost nobody. I know people love to be out here ghosting. And, and sometimes it just happens. I'm not saying that people just wake up one day and go, I'm not texting him ever again. I think something is well. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about Leslie people. But <laughs> it happens. I mean, I, I'm a big proponent on communication. I was a communications major in school. So I, I try to be open about those things. I have not in my past. I said try to. Okay. Jonathan? Oof. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I haven't been in a relationship in a long time, but the last 
thing I was in was an entanglement. Okay, so a situationship, and you know, huh? we just thank God for growth, and we just thank God for growth. <laughs> and so, basically, what happened? What had happened was, you know, mm. I was kind of sort of seeing a friend, and. You know, we were just, you know, just chilling. We was vibing. But I think at the end of the day, even though like Diamonds, I could talk about what she did wrong, which was a lot, but we're not going to go there. If you need to let it out, <laughs> if you need to get it off uh, your chest, get it off your chest. Huh? No, because this is the thing. This is the thing. <laughs> this oh is the thing. So when it comes, you know, as years go by and the older I get, I've, I've been like self, you know, reflecting on what I did. Cause it, it always takes to, you know, what I didn't do was I didn't stand up for what I wanted. And also like Dominic was saying, I didn't communicate what I wanted. I thought, and I assumed that we were one place and you don't ever want to just assume anything in any kind of situationship or entanglement. Because that's how you get caught in here looking stupid. And, you know, I got caught in here looking stupid. You know, it is what it is. You know, every play, everybody plays Boo Boo the Fool at least once. Mm-hmm. And and that was my turn. And so, I got, I got you know, but now going forward, what's up? No, I, I got a question for both of y'all. Um, so, okay. have we, we talk about relationships that didn't work. What about, it ain't even a relationship. What about that crush or that person that you like and you didn't say nothing to them? Do you have, like, to this day, do you have regrets about a person that you could have spit, some, you know, spit game to, reach yes. out to? My, well, I had a crush on this dude from high school and... You know, you know how your friends, they be like, ooh, I'm gonna go tell him you like him, whatever. I never told him I like him. And he just got engaged. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, you were supposed to be my high school sweetheart. <laughs> you were supposed to be my hurt. high school sweetheart. So now I was like, dang, what if he really was my high school sweetheart? Like, what? Could I be engaged right now? Like, you're ready to get married? Like, I probably not, because I was young. Back in back in the day, it it probably wouldn't even went to went nowhere. But I it when I saw that he got engaged, I was like, dang, you know, like you you, you we we were supposed to be together in my head. You you were supposed yeah, to be you were supposed to be my high school sweetheart. And if anybody that knows me from back in the day is listening to this, y'all know exactly. I'm not gonna call his name, but y'all they if you listen, what's, what's his name? No, no, no we're not gonna do that. But shout out to him and his fiance. We will say yes. Congratulations to that. Jonathan, what about you, sir? What was the question again? <laughs> so, is there is there some regret about a person that you had a crush on or liked that you wished you would have said something to or reached out to? Okay, see, y'all already know I'm the king of not shooting my shot. You know. Yeah. I'm the king. I, I will sit. I will sit here, and I will like you. Not even from afar. Like I will sit here and crush, and be like, "Dang, she's so cute. She's so smart. She, she you know, this wifey hashtag wifey." And I won't say a. I won't say a thing. You know, we'll just be friends forever, and then I'll just let the feelings dissipate. But I have only like one or two regrets, and one of them was Dharma. You know her, and yeah, you know, but I made excuses as to why I couldn't. And I let like long distance just deter me from the, from the very first jump. I know who like, you're oh, talking yeah, about. 
<laughs> you don't know who I'm talking about. I Shout know. out to her too if she hear this. Shout out to her. You know, I know exactly who you're talking about. I, you know, again, like like Leslie said, I'm not saying anything would happen, but I do regret somewhat not shooting my shot. I know I still wouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? So, well, you know, you live in your life. Yes. Same for me. Um, Jonathan, you know this girl too. Matt, I don't even want to talk about the situation on camera because it'll bring like people to know exactly who, because a lot of people know this person. So shout out to her. But um Do I know her? Yeah. I'm trying to think who is this. So it was high school. This was high school. So shout out to all the FHS graduates. This was high school, senior year. Um and I was talking to the girl. Uh, she liked me. I kind of knew she wanted to, you know, be my girlfriend. And I kind of just was like, I didn't even like say, like, I didn't mention it. I had the same feelings. We hung out a few times, you know, we went out one very big time. And, you know, I just kind of messed that up. And over the years, trying to make it work, it just never did work after that. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, but shout out to her. She She's growing into a beautiful um, young lady. And I wish her the best and what she got going on right now. Now, now we need to know who the young think. lady is. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting there trying to think. Because I'm. you may have told me this story before. But y'all, I told y'all I'm a great person to tell secrets to because I'm going to forget what <laughs> you gonna said. Forget. Your memory no. is, your memory high key trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sit here thinking, I have to tell y'all off camera. I'll tell y'all off camera. You know it's been 30 years since we was in high school. Yeah, that too. We we getting up there. Oh, I'm sitting here trying to think. Where were we in high school? I forgot. Y'all, my 10 year reunion is this year. 10 years. 10 years. Oh, okay. I said I tasted it. Okay, I oh, see. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. The people shout out, shout out to her and what she got going. The, pe the people don't get to know who you're talking about, but we know who you're talking about, so y'all don't know. Don't we know. know, we know. It's all good, though. It's Everything works out the way it's supposed to. Exactly. Learn control what you can control. When it comes to relationship people, right. control what you can control. I'm trying to think. What? Do so much, to be honest. Do y'all want to rant about I want to rant about going to work. Okay, let's, you know, let's talk about it. I am... Okay, back in back in college, Leslie was... I was known for thinking Leslie was talking crazy about a lot of different stuff. Okay, so she would say, I'm ready for retirement. I'm trying to be a housewife. She would say, I ain't paying your student loans back. And I was going to be looking at this girl like, this girl is just crazy. She knows she ain't going to do none of this. And you know she was teaming no kids. I ain't gonna get no. Real. And the the older I get, over the past four or five years, the more and more I start joining the team for everything she's been saying. And for as far as this working thing goes, the state of Alabama expects me to work till sixty two or sixty four. Either way, it was, it was supposed to work for another thirty six years. I'm not doing it. That's a long. Time. I'm not even thirty six now, and it's been a long life. Like, I mean, thank you, Lord, for bringing me here, and I hope I make it that far. But that's a long time to be working, five days a week, 
the two days you get off ain't nothing because you sleep and half dead and then you wake up on Monday. Like, granted, I love being a teacher. Don't get me wrong. Lesson, don't believe me. But I love... <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I love... I, I love being a teacher. However, the thing the, the thought of having to get having to get up every single morning, which is very, very early, going to work every day. And it's exhausting. And like for teachers, it's really hard taking like mental health days because you have to do extra work to prepare to be off. Mm. So it's it's really it's more work on the front and the back end to to, to take a mental health day. You know what I and think? And so it's, it's honestly exhausting. I think as college-educated individuals, I don't think, you know, the older generation, they thought this was a normal life to live. Like, all you do is work. And so when we was in, we was in school, I don't think we really understood what working a career full-time would be like. And now that we're in it, because when I started working, okay, I, when I started working at Big Brother Big Sister, I was like, okay, this is cool. But when I started working like full time for the state, I was like, this is not it. I am not doing this until the year 2045 or whenever I can retire. This is not it. And I feel like somebody needs to, to step up and make the decision. It's, it's stupid to work five days a week and have two days off. I have till 2057 before I can retire. 2057. I'll pop out of like listen, I'll pop out now. a baby before I work that long. Period. <laughs> no, I'm but it's like so like for me, I haven't I have been in full-time work. I got out of full-time work to go back to school for my masters to get into full-time work in a different career. So for me, my timeline is even shifted. So I don't even want to know what that that's going to be for me. Um so we Listen, just going to keep praying. The, the Lord going to come back before we retire anyway. So it is what it is. You know what? And that's another thing I thought you was crazy for saying and the more and the more I think keep about coming. You know, it's just, I, don't, I honestly don't even think, like, I honestly don't even think, like, this current, like, social and political climate is the same that our parents went through. Yes, and so, right. like, as far as, like, like, the professional climate is completely different. And we are also a generation that will say, uh, give a quick effort and walk up out of a job. Bye. You know, especially Bye. because a lot of us don't even want kids. And so we are the generation that takes a, a lot less crap. And so... Cause you, you know, you're not we, we speak talk. how we feel and we walk out. You're not gonna talk to me crazy and expect me to get my work done. Pick exactly. a battle. Exactly. <laughs> no, you, but, and then but, you're not paying me very much. That oh, please don't get me started on that. But Jonathan, you said something, and Leslie did too. So if you think back when we were growing up in school, we were always taught whether it was by parents or by teachers. You know, you gotta you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you work, retire, blah blah blah. Like that was like the blueprint. But check this out. So what they didn't tell us was how much work it takes to get to what you actually want to do. And so like, yes, Jonathan, for instance, you're a teacher, but that's not what you actually want to do. Teaching is going to help you get to where you want to go next. So you you had to become a right. teacher and then you got to do this extra stuff just to get to where you want to go. You see what I'm saying? So like they didn't teach us that. They didn't say that, hey, you no. might have to 
you didn't you might not start out of there. You might have to go do something else first, then come back over here. And so like <laughs> let me ask y'all this. I see people talking about this all the time. Uh do y'all think college was a scam? I don't think college is a scam, but I also don't think it's for everybody. It's definitely overhyped. I will say that. It's it is definitely, definitely overhyped. Yes, it, overhyped it's not what we thought. I enjoy. I enjoy my time at UNA. I go back. To, I listen. I go back to UNA before I go back to Brooks. I agree. <laughs> I miss old times. But on it, like looking back, it feels like it was just like two weeks, like two weeks ago, and then the time like, I was there for five years, but it felt like one. Times went by so fast. Years flew by, and I still like go to UNA. Obviously, I'm a graduate assistant there, and it's just so different. Like it's a different it, it don't even feel. Yeah, it don't feel the same. I see some of the same faces, but they it, it's just like it's not the same. And I guess you could say like if it is still the same, then it might. I'm not gonna say be a problem, but things change as time goes on. So if it's not changing as time goes on then we might have a different conversation but it's definitely not the same and so but i enjoy i'm like leslie i, I did enjoy like, my time oh same um you know i thank god all the time for making me go to una because that was not my first choice it was you know, my, my first second my third but the fact that i ended up there I ended up with all of y'all plus you know all my other closest friends but you know, well, I don't understand why people used to throw so much shade at you and they, you know, and then they would end awesome. up back there. Listen, when and, I got when I got to UNA, when I got to UNA, I was like, look at all these black people. I don't know if it was because I went to Brooks and I wasn't used to seeing so many <laughs> black people, but UNA, once you get to UNA, it's a whole different environment because as a local, you're the minority. It's so many folks from Huntsville, Birmingham, Mississippi down south. Like it's a different world. Like yes, it's in Florence, but it, it when you're on campus, and I can attest to this when I lived in the bricks, when you're on campus fully, it don't feel like you're in Florence. It does not. Yeah. Right, and that's what I was trying to some uh, some people. And then I was like, in high school, they were like, "Oh, you're gonna go to UNA with all the people you guys were in high school." I barely saw them besides Dominic. You know, there was like maybe four or five people from high school that I saw. And there were several that went to UNA, and I never saw them. So it was nothing like high school. Especially when you got into your major classes. Like if you if they right. weren't in the same like building as you or whatever the case may be, like you didn't see them. Like 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 Jonathan said, I saw a few, but like I saw Jonathan just about every day. But everybody else, like I might have seen them one day out the week. So it to me, it didn't feel like FHS 2.0 because that was like the joke. Like, oh, UNA is FHS 2.0. No, like you UNA really like back in its prime. UNA could be up there like in comparison to like JSU or South Alabama or Troy, like. People like to throw shade at UNA, okay. like, oh, oh, you ain't you ain't leaving to go off to school. No, because UNA is a different world. And unless you experienced that and you went to UNA, you wouldn't know that. Yeah, I think that goes back to what I said at the very beginning of this podcast about minding your business. You know, just mind your business and then also like stop 
like this whole like pressuring people about going to college and then like where are you gonna go to college? It's a lot, and ain't nobody got time for it because ain't none of these people gonna pay back these student loans for you. I'm not gonna pay back these student so, loans. Go, go to Northwest shows. <laughs> Ooh, good, good point. So here's a question about education. While we own it, so what do y'all think about the PWI versus HBCU uh, argument? I'm so sick of that conversation. I am a sick and tired, and I I feel like it goes both ways. You got people that went to PWIs like clowning HBCUs as far as like their financial aid process or their housing in their dorms. You got your HBCU kids talking about, oh, y'all not really down for the culture because you went to a white school, da-da-da-da. I feel like it goes both ways, but I am sick and tired. As long as we are young, black, and educated, it shouldn't matter where we got our degrees from. I wanted my first choice. My first choice was A&M. I'm still waiting to hear back from them from an email I sent. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) And it just so happened, like, you and I was like, let me stay here and go to school. But I, I would have loved to experience the HBCU, but it just, it wasn't meant for me. It, God had other plans. And I feel I shouldn't be attacked or talked down to, like, I'm less, I'm less of a Black person because I went to a white school. Because when I, truth be told, when I got to you and I, I didn't hang around no white people. I didn't hang around no unless, unless you were in my class and we would like go to the GUC and get something to eat in between classes. I didn't hang with no white people unless you was in SGA. I, I didn't hang with white people. My my friend group at UNA and that's that's crazy considering where I, where I went to high school. My friend group at I'm UNA. I'm just honestly I'm sick of people. I'm sick of people in our own community talking about, like trying to just divide like like oh I'm different. Like you said like I'm less black because I went to a predominantly white institution. Like, does it matter? Does it matter at all? Like, why are we even have this conversation? It's stupid. Some I folks had a just don't have- I, I had a scholarship. That's why I went to UNA, period. I stayed home because I had to help my uh, my, my mom and because it was the last place I, uh, I could go besides one for shows. But also a huge, another reason besides like, one for shows was so it was down the street from where I live. You know, and I don't know. It's really again, just mind your business. Are you paying by my student loans? Mind your business. But literally, mind like, your back, mind okay. the business that pays you. Now that we're working professionals, does it even matter where you got your degree from? No. 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 It don't. So folks, they don't care what degree that you got. I'll be honest, I've never once been asked, like, oh, what university have you gone to in an interview? Never. Um, I've never once been asked, what was my major? They was like, oh, you graduated. Great. (laughs) Flip the page. Like, so honestly, for me, I don't think it really matters. Like, go where you go where you want to go or go where you can afford to go um, and do that. Like I, w- I had a scholarship to go to UNA too. So now granted, did I do everything in my power to not go to UNA? Of course I did all the printing papers out and showing how, Oh, if I go to this school, it's about the same price as going to UNA. I thought it. 
Um, but at the end of the day, we came to an agreement, me and my family came to an agreement that, so you give UNA a try for one year, and at the end of one year, if you didn't want it, you could transfer. The end of the first year, I literally, on the last day of school, was ready to transfer, but I said, I'm going to give it one more semester, got to that fall 2014 semester, and everything changed for me, so. You know, really why I was, I went to UNA, like I accepted my fate because I knew my mama and my daddy made a UNA. So I was like, I'm finna meet a husband. Let me go to UNA, yeah. find my, find my man from Mississippi and see how you, y'all see how that worked out. But either way, I'm still glad I went to UNA. <laughs> I mean, UNA is the school where, where it is what you make it. So you got to get right. yourself involved into UNA and you will come to love it. Because trust me, that first year, yeah, I was in freshman form, but I didn't do much of anything else. I worked at Shoe Carnival and people used to laugh at me about that. Shout out to Shoe Carnival. I love that job. Who laughed at you? A lot of people did. Like people which is another topic we could really talk about. People really did, like, when they would be like, oh, where you work at? Oh, I, you work at Shoe Carnival. Ha, <laughs> ha, Like, people, but I was making money. Period. That's all that matters. And so, so for me, Folks so for me, I didn't care. Business. Facts. Mind the business. Mind that business. But, like, so for me, I did miss out on, like, my freshman year because I worked. Um, but, as I got to where I am today, I'm actually more thankful for that time. I know that might sound weird because I did get to miss a lot of stuff, but I think it has taught me that maybe sometimes it's good to not always go to stuff. You know, I, I've learned, I don't know. I just, I see more in the lessons of life now than I did back then. Cause I could argue back then. Now I'm just, I'm just so laid back. Like I just go with the flow. Like I see folks arguing on Twitter Learned about so the whole uh, PWI HBCU, and I'm like, why y'all still discussing this? Y'all were talking about this like six years ago. Why is it still a, a trending topic? Because I mean, people want to feel like validated because they went to an HBCU but, or they didn't, or what? It's just like for what? What, what is the real purpose I think, behind? I think the, the trend was didn't the trend start about homecomings? How like everybody at a PWI goes to HBCU homecomings, but then in turn, like in the state of Alabama, yeah. those same people go to Alabama and Auburn's homecomings, or they go to the Iron Bowl, which is essentially a homecoming. Yeah, I mean, right. I know it's not homecoming, but it's essentially one. So. It's all irrelevant at the end of the day. You know, folks just got a whole lot of say about nothing. That's exactly what it is. Folks got a whole lot to say about nothing. Thanks. But I ain't got time. Ain't nobody brought the conversation or the argument to me. So it's just nobody's done Ain't nobody told me nothing. It's always on social media, which no, yeah, feel, most definitely. Social media is the downfall. It's the it's the up it's the uprising and the downfall of our generation. Yes, true. It, it is what it is. I went to UNA. I graduated from UNA. I ain't going back. Oh no! Oh but, no! <laughs> but I well, I can't say I I'm not going back because I'll be back there tomorrow morning, but. It is what it is. I'm going to get another degree from there, but shout out to them. I love you, Anae. Royal Lions. Royal Lions. Uh, yeah, Lions. You ain't getting no, no money from me, but it's always Royal Lions. <laughs> Don't you know, I say, I've been somebody. thinking about like, if I ever if I ever run into some money, I was like, I could start a scholarship 
You, you can know? do that now. Like me and my line sisters, we do a Who's little- gonna help me? I don't know. Hey man, look, we our friend group has been talking about different endeavors we can do as a group. That could be something that we do. A petty scholarship. We really first of all, we're not gonna call it that though. Group. First of all, we talk about a lot of stuff. And Wait, you, 99% you're talking of too English. much. <laughs> you, you, no, be careful what you say. I mean, you know, we started out maybe our first endeavor was maybe too large we have came to life like came back to reality now that's something we could What's do the over first time one? oh wait we wanted to open up oh. our own lounge spot at first we can do that what you we mean can still do that. we can the sky is the limit we just have to really we all be just have to be ready and be like ready to do it the but right now it's just all talk which is fine because we, we're real young we're getting old. Like, yeah. Some of us are Tyrese First 31. Time. Brittany finna turn 30. Me and Leslie are turning 30 We're, after that. Like that. We're getting Jonathan older. And and Devin. Devin. Jonathan and Devin. Then I turn 25. Oh. So mm. now you can't count. <laughs> he, he skipped a couple numbers. <laughs> We're old. First Let's old. accept it. We're not, hey, we're me not and Grant, 18. We way back then. We're not 18 and 19 year olds no more. We're adults. We can start making adult moves. I'm still a spring chicken. You're definitely not. You're bald head and your knees say otherwise. First of all, both of those, I haven't had a bad knee since I was eight and a bald head since 18. So that don't mean nothing. Okay, sir. She's only say shaved head. Shaved head. Shaved. Let it grow. (laughs) <laughs> huh? huh? Let it grow. Uh, <laughs> Mr. B, this question is for you. So I know, um, and I, you probably don't want to talk about it because I'm finna put you on the spot. But I think before we get off this podcast, we definitely need to talk about it. So hold um, up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is we, it? It's a side hustle that you do that you don't like to talk about, but I think you should not be ashamed to talk about it. And that is your artwork. I know where we're going. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and plug myself because I made the decision to to start my, like everybody else, I'm going to get my LLC, you know. Um, So I I, I have made the decision to start, uh, well, I've been drawing since I've been able to hold a pencil. And so, oh, look at that. so he's holding up my the little painting idea for the whole group. And I've been doing that a lot recently. And I'll start posting uh, more pictures on Facebook. But I'm starting to, or I'm going to start selling. Actually, I've already had one customer. Okay, good. Uh, so I'm going to start selling like um, paintings of people. So I do character pictures, like cartoon versions of people. And I'm going to start painting them and or anything else that people want me to paint. So, you know, that's my artistic style. And I'm going to own it. And... You know, if you if you like it, buy one. If you don't, buy one anyway. Now you gotta give the people a way to contact you if they want special art. You got an email. You okay, want to give out so, your socials. <laughs> okay, so until March first, uh, I'm holding a deal. So let me find the prices. But you can contact me at my email, JJ. B A R N E T T two zero one seven is J J Barnett twenty seventeen at gmail.com. 
or you can find me on Facebook. It's just my name, Jonathan Barnett. There we go. You know, so I'm trying to, there's different like size paintings that you can get. Um, right now I'm holding a sale where a small painting, which is like 11 by 14 is 35. A, uh, a regular size painting, which is 16 by 20 is 45 and a 24 by 30 is 55 until March 1st. Holla at your boy, you won't be disappointed and be, cult be cultured. Support black businesses. And uh he also did work on a comic book. I can't wait for that. Child, we've been waiting, we've been waiting since 2015 <laughs> for this comic book. 2015. Has it been that long? Yes. <laughs> Leslie was still in school. We was in that. the library and you was doing those little sketches. Huh? Are you sure? That bad memory. <laughs> that bad memory. Fresh memory popping out. Yes. Because it was me, you, Leslie, and Devin. Maybe oh. yes. I don't know who I was in the library. We had, you know, we used to get those little study rooms and wasn't nobody studying. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. But yeah. But yeah. Y'all hit me up. Hit me up. That, I think we all need to find our, our side our side hobby hustle whatever Wait, let me tell y'all an idea i had i had an idea while i'm unemployed early retirement let me rephrase that early retirement i right. could um y'all know the show cheaters yeah i could do that on a local level like people can hire me to go see if their spouse girlfriend boyfriend or whatever is cheating on you and i could do that y'all know i'm not she said cheers you cheaters, said cheaters, cheaters. Oh and my we god! Pop out, oh. we pop out, like, what are you doing? Why are you with this person? No. Are you cheating on my client? What y'all think? My mama laughed. My mama laughed. So basically, you a PI? You are a private investigator? Yes, I do that anyway. No, I mean, girls no. are known to have no. FBI skills. She's a she's a PR a petty investigator because she's gonna be in some petty <laughs> petty situations. I a petty investigator. So anybody listening, if you think your boyfriend or your girlfriend is cheating on you, please hit me up and I'll go let me know where they work, what time they get off. I will go. Me and Suzu be on the on the hunt, on the chase, seeing where these folks. First of all, you gonna have to change your license plate. No, you know who it is, Leslie running and recoming. You know who it is. Y'all know what it is. Hit me up if you're interested. Support black businesses. There you go. There's a black business y'all can support. Um, I guess for me, uh, it took me a while to figure out what I was good at. Um, I tried a little bit of different things over the years. Um, I recently, two things that I've recently enjoyed doing. Um, so I when I was little, I always wanted to play the drums. So I started playing the drums when I was younger. Um played the drums somewhat through school, not all the way. I stopped like in high school and um, never should have stopped. I will say that, never should have stopped. Um, so people out there, if you are a musician and you can play an instrument and you are in band and you play sports too, you can still do both there. You might not can do marching band, but there's other ways to get it done. And that's one of my biggest regrets in life is that I let sports take me away from what I love doing. 
Um, so I've recently picked that back up. And so I started playing at my church. Um, so that is something that uh, I just do for me. Um, just fun for me. But the second thing is, when I was in college, my junior year, I started writing a book. I got two chapters of the book down. It was about my life up until that point. I have recently opened it back up, don't like nothing that I wrote, so I cleared it out. And so I have... It'd be like that sometimes. Right. So I have been inspired by Be Inspired. Say that, um, Brittany. Go yes, follow my girl, Be Nicole yes. Inspired. Love you, Brittany. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Love you. Um, so I have been listening to different motivational speakers, reading different blogs, things like that. And I'm like motivational things. I'm going to put it in a book and talk about how like different sayings and things have helped inspire me through the years to get me where I'm at because I'm a big believer in what you say has a like big um, deal in what happens in your life. So if you say, hey, I'm one day going to be a director of whatever then, you know, that's a goal that you're, you're putting that out there and with work and prayer and all that good stuff, you can reach it. So that's what I'm finna put my effort into. Um, so, yes. I'm here idea. for it. I'm here for it. I always said I was going to write a tell-all book of my experience in college and change everybody's names. So you may have Good motivated child. me to... It's scandalous. <laughs> it's oh, a scandal. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a scandal. Okay. I'm laying I almost said something. I really almost said something, but if I, no, I, I can't say because that would <laughs> that'd be automatically putting somebody's business up there. No, no. Who? I can't even take your name. And, huh? Huh? Who's being? I can't even. It's not yours. It's just a story that you told me, but you know, I'm not going to bring it up because. You know, I have so many stories. Even, Who knows? Even, even without names. That person listening would know exactly who I'm talking about. Does he listen? He or she <laughs> listen to Let's Be Real? She probably does. She. And I'm gonna text you later, and you're gonna go. No, my next. Okay. No, right. no, no, but, but I was just gonna add. So for me, um, in the book. I don't know what I'm gonna call it yet, so I'm taking suggestions on names. But um, two of my biggest things that I tell myself every day, I just wanted to share and uplift the listeners and let's be real. So one, I'm reading them so I don't mess them up uh, okay. because they're not my sayings. Um, one is, um, it's only crazy until it happens. So whatever your dream is, it's only crazy until it happens. And then the other one kind of piggybacks off of it, one good day, week, month, or year can change your life, your whole life. So one good day, week, year, month, I said those out of order, but um, they can definitely change your life. And so they kind of tie in together. So um, I just hope that if you have a dream, no matter how old you are, it's only crazy until it happens. So just go out there and do it. Um, Y'all can always inbox me on Facebook. I'm glad to listen and try to give advice. I'm not the best advice giver, but I will listen. Um, and so, um, and I can give you motivational words and say a prayer for you. Um, but 
I just think we all need motivation. Um, when it comes to these long dreams that we got, we kind of feel like sometimes that we're not getting there, but you are. It's the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know. I'm impatient. I like to get to my destination. That's your problem. That's that's the Virgo problem that you need to work on. Mm, okay. You know. <laughs> that's a Virgo trait. But like Dominic said, like the sky is the limit. Like, ain't nothing too crazy. Ain't no dream too crazy. If you want something, go get it. Like I saw a post on Instagram. It says, I will have the life I desire. Cause why wouldn't I? You get what I'm saying? Like everything we want is attainable we can go get it we can do whatever we want to do like we can't let people put us in a box to deter us from our dream and what we want to do we can go get it we can go get it hey steve harvey said one time you know the your life that you imagine is your in your head is the life that you are meant to have you just got to go get it like ah yeah i know i got a i got a real <laughs> I got a real lavish lifestyle in my head. As, 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 and we do laugh at it because it is funny. But honestly, like, hey, it's out there for you to go get. So, I mean, yes. Go, get your, go, go check your bag list. I'm going to get everything I want. I'm going to get, period. Whether that's my my doing or if I do happen to, to look up and snag somebody that already got it. You know what I mean? I'm going to get it. I'm going to be the rich auntie. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, we can. All right, so my last, uh, let me ask this question to help close this out. All right. Uh, oh, so you closing the show for so me? So what? <laughs> huh? What? You, oh, you and John did the same thing. Like, y'all just said, y'all could just close the show. Who? What's the name of the First show? Hmm? Let's okay, so let's be real for a second. It's 11 15. We can wrap it up. Okay, well, we're gonna wrap it up, but go on ask your question. I was just asking for 2021, what are you expecting for this year? For not necessarily like of the world, but what are you expecting of yourself to do? Like, what goals do you have internally for yourself this year? Not like jobs or anything, like internal goals for yourself. So I have three because I, I've kind of thought about this already. So I have three. One, um, and this, it, it doesn't tie in the job, but it could. It's just um, never lose sight of where I want to go. So that's every day finding one productive thing that I'm doing. How can it help me get to where I want to go? Wherever that is, like, so for many people, uh, I want to be a director of fraternity and sorority life at a university. So for me, um, what am I doing every day that can help me get to that goal? So that's one thing. So trying to have something productive every day um, Two, uh, work on my patience inside. So I'm not a patient person um, and I want to get better at that. So um, that's definitely something I'm working on. So uh, be patient with Amen. me as I work on that. Um, and, thirdly, and thirdly, and um, thirdly, I, I, I struggle with this goal, but I have, I'm doing good. So um, I'm, I want to change some of my eating habits. Uh, I have started back in the gym, and so I want to change my eating habits. Um, You've been to the gym this week? Yes, I have. Um, so um, when I say that, I don't have any plans yet. 
of how I'm going to do so because I want to find what works for me because I have listened to so many other people and what they do, they don't always work for me. So I'm going to try different things until I figure out what works for me. And once I do that, then I can move forward. So any listeners out there for Let's Be Real, um, any trainers or anybody that studied that kind of stuff, get at me because... I need all the help in that department as possible. I'm a picky, cost-effective trainer. Right? No, you need to pay people what they you need to pay people what they what they are worth. I, I don't mind. I didn't say like, now what they're worth. I'm just saying I don't need someone that is tra- like working with like doctors and stuff. Like, I need someone that's working with somewhere on that you know what I'm i just i just i just want um to figure that out once i do that i think i'll be fine um and so i'm not necessarily i don't have a goal weight that i want to lose i just want to feel better about myself and so that is those are the three things that i'm working on internally this year um so yeah um for me i think my main goal is to continue to do me i'm at a real I'm at a spot in my life where I'm happy. I'm not tied down by a job that stresses me out. I'm not stressed out by a job that I can't do nothing because I'm all about that job. Like I can't do nothing. I can't enjoy myself. So I'm happy with that. I, I'm trying to wrap up my master's program. I'll be done in December. Um, I just want to live my life and be happy. And that's it. I'm unemployed, but I'm happy. You know, like I, I posted on Snapchat the other day. I ain't missed a meal or a bill. And for that, I'm truly blessed. That's period. a word. Exclamation point. That's a Exclamation word. Point. Not period. Exclamation point. So I'm going to just continue to do me. That. And I'm hopeful that God, God will place the right job in my lap, whether it's a, a job that's permanent or temporary. I'm with it. So whatever God got for me in 2021, I'm rolling with it. I'm, I'm learning to take my hands. Every job life. serves a purpose. I don't know about all that, but actually, I do agree with him. Even the even the jobs you don't like, they serve a purpose. Even because see, look, look at it this place. way: if you can look at it this way, if you can get up and go to a job that you do not like every day, think about when you get that job that you do want. It makes it that much easier to you get right. up and go to that one. You're right, because I mean, I was kicking so and screaming, kicking and screaming to get up and go to DHR, but you know, I I did it for a long time. You just you just didn't go to the right department. It's okay. You're right. I ain't gonna say too much because I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to slide back in on a different level. <laughs> woo child, woo child. Jonathan, answer your own question, sir. Um, so as y'all know, I've been having a, a rough time uh, recently. Um up until a few months ago, I was very focused on helping other people and pretty much every move that I made was centered around what other people have to live by the choices that I make. Now I'm not really at that point anymore. And to a degree, it may be a blessing in disguise, but I think I'm taking 21 to, like Leslie said, I'm doing me for the first time. I think I can actually be selfish Mm -hmm. and I feel bad about it. So this year I'm just I'm I'm chilling for the first time I'm living life I'm you know people have called me a prude before <laughs> and I'll be honest Devin Devin definitely <laughs> called me a prude um, and so I think 
I think I'm gonna take this year to let my figurative hair down, you know. You know? I think that's hair. Let's get hair down. The figure of speech, figure, not physical. Figure, not literally figuratively. <laughs> my figures of hair, you know, my metaphorical hair. Let my metaphor, you know, just I'm just being selfish. I'm just doing me. I'm living life for the first time. Hashtag no um, R-A-G-R-E-T-S. No regrets. My show was like, what are you spelling out? You know, my brain works slow after four o'clock PM. No regrets. So, 2021 yeah. is all about self. It's all about um, yes. maintaining and preserving what makes you happy. Period. Period. And on I, I agree. Note, on that note, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another episode. I want to thank my guys for jumping in after a renigger reneged, but we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. I just like to thank you all for coming out to another episode of Let's Be Real, where it is unique, unbothered. We are unbothered and we are unfiltered. No, and sir, but we are unbothered. Everything is unique, <laughs> unique unorthodox and unfiltered you almost got it right we're gonna go with that you did good i'm just happy to be here okay. Okay. <laughs> y'all, will, y'all be Thank hopping you. on again y'all will be recurring guests bring me back when Devin get on here because i'm <laughs> oh y'all gonna go head to head Devin, you heard that that sounded like a challenge to me that wasn't a challenge that like a challenge to me look at everything See, lined here up here but i want to thank y'all again y'all want to plug y'all socials Yes, so you can follow me on Instagram, spoken word underscore one, Dominic Summerhill, either one. Um, on Facebook, Dominic Summerhill, uh, you can find me there. I'm not as active on Facebook, but um, I'm on there. I like your stuff. I might not post as much, so. I'll go ahead and plug mine. You can follow me on Facebook, not follow me, but you can add me as a friend. I may accept it later on. Uh, Jonathan Barnett. <laughs> on Facebook, and then on, on the Instagram, you can find me at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R-B underscore 1830. And I have all their socials logged in on this episode. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Please follow Let's Be Real on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at Let's Renee. That's L-E-S-R-E-N-A. All right, y'all. Say bye to the people. Bye-bye. Bye.